So as boring as this beginning is, I'll tell you that people who know this me well be- enough. Shh, this isn't the beginning. For me, it is. We haven't even started. No, no, we have, okay, you know what? No music today. Missy this says mi- no music. There's no music. <laughs> this might even be the end. <laughs> this could be the end. <laughs> it's more than the beginning. Hold on. Go. Seriously? What? Well, you just want to do the show. You don't want to do the music. You're just that you're in a big hurry. I'm just figuring I might as well just let you go. Not hurrying. I'm just shot out of a cannon. Okay. Shall we play music? Sure. Hello, hello, hello. It's going to be hard not to look in the group, but also to see the comments. No, no. See, See, here's the thing. When the comments come up, they come up in the room here. Why? Are you sure? That's Uh, a thing? Let me double check that because I will say, let me try that. That's enjoyable. The reason, okay, everybody, welcome to Brilliant Observations. And what we're doing is we're doing something new here. Uh, it's new. Jessica and Melissa, and I am your editor and chief cat herder, John. So, Siege, Sarah already wrote, hi, guys, but you, I can't see it in here anywhere. You okay, are so, she even watch, awake Wait, wait, wait. Right now. Shh, watch this, ladies. Uh, it's eight, Ready? It's nine o'clock. Oh, oh my but God, I can't so do cute. that. Only you can do that. Hi, Sarah. There. I don't know why she's awake, face. but look. We discussed you last week, Sarah. If we know anything, is if you are in bed, you are naked right now. So we do appreciate Ew. you writing us you. while naked. <laughs> Had my fill of Sarah naked. Thank hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Hey, Peter Tork died. Did you used to watch the monkeys when you were a kid? Yeah, I know. You know, On it MTV? is a sin. Yeah, I, I was sad. I was a very big monkeys fan. How old was he? Old enough. Yeah, you know, know who isn't old enough? Luke Perry just had a stroke. I know. What is that? No, no. You're like 52 years old. He's younger mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. He's 52 or 53. Yeah, he's younger yeah. than me. I thought he was my age, but no, he's you much know, younger. Just because you're skinny and handsome does not mean you're healthy. Let that and, be a lesson to all of us. And isn't that the best or thing? Or some of us. I'm actually going to write that down. That's like what Stuart said to me. He said, you might look skinny on the outside, but I've, I've seen you never exercise. Your insides look terrible, and I just know it. The, but you're uh, not skinny on the inside. Thanks, inside, baby. you have the heart of a fat girl, and that's what matters. That's like thanks, what they baby. say. In, don't they say that pitch perfect? Like, I know you're a bunch of skinny bitches, but you have the heart of a fat girl inside. Oh, yeah, so that's why I love you. Yeah, love yeah. her. Love her. <laughs> See? So John proposed this, and my coming live on Facebook and of course my answer was no um, but I was overruled because I don't run this show alone and uh, yeah so here we are my family also knows that my kids have gotten smarter mom can I no why don't you think about it and I'll come back like they're smarter now and they know to come back later because the answer right now is always going to be no so why? give mommy a chance to think about it why why is it always no um, that's a really good question, therapist John. I, I guess I don't want to step outside of anybody's box. I don't know. It's the safe answer. So my answer is always step no. on your own box. So let me ask you this quick question. Get out of my box. Okay. Let me ask yeah. you. This. So when someone asks, when you ask someone and they say no right away, how does that make you feel? Well, I mean, it depends on what it is, but. First of all, does Melissa have ideas is a better question. Does she have? Yes, she has ideas. What is that supposed to mean? I'm joking. What I mean, up, Stripey? You sit there with your pretty lips and say nothing. What's your most recent creative idea? I know. Let's watch Goodfellas with my teenagers. That's yeah, a good idea. I did. Force Family Fun last night was Goodfellas. Um, that was really successful, more so than I thought it would be. We saw a few good men just before that, too, so... I think I'm doing a good job. Oh, no. I think I'm doing a good job keeping them movie educated. No, we just like lost it. Jess. Not well, mm-hmm. she'll be back. Okay. She'll be back to the stream. This happens with the other thing we use too. She always comes back. She always comes back. So, what I mean, what's what's what are you saying that my answer is first answer is always no. That means that I I mean, where are you going with that? I'm I'm cautious. Yeah, that's great. I'm a cerebral person who hears it says no and then thinks about it for a while and then gives something a second chance. My last answer isn't always no. My first answer is. See, my thing is I think you're lazy. I think what happens is you say (laughs) no because that way you would have to do something. So no makes it easier. No. I mean, there are questions like, mom, can I go whatever or can I get on Netflix or can I like whatever it is. 
She lost internet. Um, hey. It's not always something that I have to do. It's either something I need to approve or something I need. Like it's always, it's not always me having to drive you someplace or hike somewhere. I just, I'm just saying, I have a feeling that a lot of times you just say no because you don't want to deal. Like you start something, you haven't even thought about it yet. It's automatically no. Melissa, let's go to, I don't know, let's go on vacation somewhere, whatever. No, I don't want to do that. That's going to fuck up my household, my canine care. The kids are getting pulled from school for it. Like it's just, it seems overwhelming. So my first answer being no seems like it's such an Take it's just taking on so much that I don't even want to commit to screwing up school, screwing up the dogs, getting everybody off their their everything. And then I realize, all right, well, the boy needs a vacation. I guess I could see if I could fi- like I slowly take it apart piece by piece. But usually when they're hi Melissa, um, usually when they're <laughs> thrown on, they're thrown on in such a big way, like it's it's big projects or something. My answer is like no fucking way. Yeah, so what happens is you go immediately to overwhelm because you're lazy. Um, first Ouch. of all, fuck you. Let's start <laughs> there. Fuck you, uh, number one. And number two, Ouchie, I, I don't think you were me. listening if that's the first thing you came to. The, the reason it's a no thank you, I say no thank you now instead of just no, I've, I've grown a little, uh, is because I don't want to inconvenience you? 10 different things all at once. It's not laziness. It's, it's consideration. It's me being a swell girl. You go with that. I like it. Have you ever seen the movie Yes Man? You should try it for a day and just whatever someone proposes to you, just say yes and Jessica, see where it takes you. I'm not hey. spending money for 30 days. I think that's enough for. <laughs> that's a bit. That's no. That's a no. That's a no project. You need a yes project. Yes. I will do stand up comedy today. Yes. I will buy a round of drinks. Yes. I will go out with you, Zoe Deschanel. That's what that movie taught me. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Melissa. I, I am going to – I can't do 30 days. Give me a project. I'll give it a try. Uh, I said one day. One day of saying yes to everything proposed to you. And then, John, you and I have to come up with a bunch of shit. To, no, can, can we well, can insane. we run this before Stuart hears the podcast and decides anal, anal, anal <laughs> across the board if I can't say no? <laughs> just give him some – just, you know, all he has to do is give you Ambien and you're all set, right? Oh, God. Or lube. All the, all the secrets are out there. Um, sorry. Damn. So <laughs> I I will pick a, the day and not tell anyone. Bouncing back from that joke. Yes. What day, day is? Don't tell anyone. Yes. The anal joke or the lube joke? The anal joke. Oh, okay. my, my ambient joke. Oh. So, yes. Uh, well, I just think that maybe, again, you are an all or nothing person. I wouldn't say just one day, just say yes to everything. I'm just saying incorporate a little yes into your life. That's all. Just incorporate a little yes. Well, I find that parenting is all about saying no. Let's start there. So that's true. I couldn't say yes all day, or I mean, it would be. It's chaos my here. job to say no pretty much all day long when it comes to children, and maybe it bleeds over into other things in my life, and maybe I've taken it too far. Maybe I suck, but nonetheless, um. A lot yes. more of it says, I say yes. She says Amen, yes. sister. She says to, yes to everything. Do you especially. have a four-year-old, though? And does he ask you to play with wire hangers? Oh, you know what you do with a wire hanger. Um, yeah, but she, her yeah. answer is she says yes to anal. That's why she put oh. that up there. That's why she put that My bad. Well, hello, Elena. I mean, that's one way to go <laughs> as well. That's, that's I why. mean, listen, no one said you had to say no. It's just that after too much can be a little uncomfortable. All right. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? I will do my um, best, John. I hear what you're saying, and I will try to say yes more often. I think I already do. Me acknowledging – what, isn't that the first step? I acknowledge I've got a problem. I say no to everything. I'm already better at it. But you're saying instead of saying less no, you're saying say yes. I just say go into it with the idea of yes might be a possible answer before no. Yeah, but my family's already figured me out, so they know how to get a yes. Ethan could just wear me down. He's figured that out immediately. Well, I figured you out, too. So the fact that they figured Damn. you out, this is now a twist, that they're all ready to sit here the no, and you go yes, they won't know what to do with themselves. They won't know who I am. Exactly. Okay. They won't know how to right, react. All right, I'm on it. I will do my best to just integrate yes into my day. Look at you. 
Look yeah. at you. You're amazing. Look, look at me. Look at you, you. Because I can. <laughs> I know. It's wonderful. I know. All right. So my next Let's question. Let's talk about the next thing. My next question for you is, Did growing up, did your parents exercise? No. Yes. They did. Really? My mother did. My mother did. And what for was For like her- five seconds. I mean, not literally. Literally, she would go through phases where she would do jazzercise. Oh, jazzercise. Yeah. You don't remember, you remember jazzercise? I do. More so the attire than the actual Yeah, activity. it was like in a church basement on a hardwood floor with leotards and leg tights. Leg warmers. And leg warmers. It's and the would, tights and, and the And I would just have to watch her shake what her mama gave her yeah. for like an hour. Yeah. Um, did my father exercise? Not until... I moved out. He started doing walks around his neighborhood. He still does like a walk every day. It's like a mile, mile and a half. He does exercise so, now, but so do you think it's education kid. about health and fitness that has transformed us into needing to? Why didn't they exercise? And why is? I got to tell you, my father was an auto mechanic, so his job. And then when he came home, he was a nut. He had all these home projects and all this stuff. So I think his exercise was physical labor. You know, it's like if you dug ditches. When you came home, right. would you would you exercise? Not a fucking chance. No. So that's what I'm saying. So my father had a very demanding physical job. When I was an elevator mechanic, you know, I had a very demanding physical job. So when I came home, I wasn't going for a walk around the block or going to the gym. It was just was one of those things. You just came home and you were tired and you just wanted to stare at a wall and recover for the next day. When my kid said to me, well, you didn't do CrossFit growing up. Right, because I didn't sit and watch Netflix either. I would leave the house and we would ride bikes and we would go dig ditches and play with sticks and run around the high school when we were in elementary school. We would we would have adventures. We'd be outside and we didn't need to take – we didn't need to have organized exercise because every time we weren't eating a meal in our house, we were out in the hood watching – our friends' parents fight and and do things like that. Like we were, we did some weird stuff. We've seen some weird things, um, but just being out in the world and they just aren't. So. No, you know. The it's- question is, sorry. The question is whether or not you're asking, did our parents exercise and encourage us to do so, or did our parents not exercise and encourage us to do so, or did either of those happen and they did not encourage us to do so? Right? Are you really asking why we don't exercise? Or are you asking like what are it seems like your your end question is why don't we do it? Why isn't it innate to us? We didn't grow up watching up, oh, this is what you do. You wake up, you exercise, you shower, you go to work. Like we didn't wake up, we didn't grow up with that. So I was forced at first, I mean, but I wasn't really forced to do dance class until I was twelve. Then my father put me in softball. And I did softball all through middle school, even though I was like the worst and ugliest softball player that Clover Hill Clubhouse has ever seen. And then (laughs) it was terrible. I have pictures to prove it. And he would cry. (laughs) Do you ever see the movie um, uh, with uh, Gina Davis and Madonna? League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Mm -hmm. Do you ever see the one Marla where they were taking a picture of her? I was not Marla Hooch because I do speak. But I was but I was like. You know, curly hair, thick glasses, really annoying. Anyway, um, in high school, then I started to play field hockey. And that's when my mother said, well, we don't need to come to your field hockey games because Jews don't play sports. Well, like, oh, oh, really? True. Some of them play sports. And she was like, none that I know. So you're on your own with this. Can that be the episode title? Jews don't play sports. Yes. Please. Sure. Please. You've got now, it. Now I have to figure out how to do a graphic for it. But yes, I will do that. You could have me having a baseball bat or a football under my arm and you two watching me. I honestly feel like it's Jessica with softball equipment and field hockey equipment. I also had swimming lessons and roller skating lessons now that I'm remembering. The only non-activity I was in was piano, which I detested. Well, right. Yeah, piano. And do you play it all now? I can read music, and if it was in front of me and I had long enough to figure it out, I could probably play it. But John, it's not were you my... forced to play any instrument? No, I I wanted to play the guitar in the worst way, and my father wouldn't. I, he wouldn't let me do it. I wanted to be in band in the worst way. He wouldn't let me. He says you don't do you don't finish anything. I said, well, no, honestly, if you that. picked up an instrument, it would have been in the worst way. But acha, sorry. Oh, good lord. Well, I'm just saying. You know what he said to me? I just it's all flooding back now. Yeah, it all floods back once you get me right. started. 
<laughs> yeah. So my father said to me, if you want to play something, your grandfather has an accordion. He, my grandfather <gasps> oh, had an damn. accordion. Right. And I was like, Dad, if I'm in band, they don't have accordion in band. Where is that accordion right now? I have no idea. Get it. I want it. Yeah. So I was allowed to play accordion or something. I wanted to play the trumpet. That's what I wanted to play. And I wasn't allowed. He says, I'm not, I'm not, you'll lose it. I could see you playing the trumpet. Actually, I really did want to play guitar. My, nep- my nephew, my cousin used to play the guitar. He was really good at it. You know, it's way too late to play the trumpet, but it is not too late to play the guitar. Uh, you know, there's so many things out there now where on the internet you can learn how to play. And I was thinking about grabbing a guitar and maybe trying to learn how to, you know, play a few chords. Hey, Sam, if you're listening, that's a great gift idea for John. Just saying. There's apps. There's probably lessons near you. There's all kinds of ways you could learn now. James Taylor on his Facebook page or on his web page has like five lessons for free. I know. From a master. Okay. So I did watch those lessons. Oh, yeah? I watched them. So it's like, okay, so then you just pick up the – and it's not for beginners. These These are lessons for people that know how to play the guitar. Because he is such an accomplished guitar player. He makes it look right. so fluid and easy and so easy to do. And, you know, that picking thing. I just want to strum a few songs. I just want to know, like, the first 12 bars, the stairway to heaven. Oh, and- my God. That's what? so funny that that's what you chose. Our friend Annie, her son, they took his... um they took his Xbox away so he can't play Fortnite. And in his free time, he taught himself to play Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> That'll learn you. <laughs> and he was here person. recently and he sat on the couch and he just played Stairway to Heaven for like Ugh. 40 minutes. I'm like, oh, like, just once. That through. is punishment right just, there. For just now, so you know, that kid's a genius. Because if I was him, I would just get that guitar and wherever Annie was, I'd be following her around. And she's buying the (laughs) stairway. All right. It is. It's like human torture. You're allowed back on the internet. Put that guitar down. It was delightful. But yeah, I think. Everything's delightful until you hear it a thousand times. I mean, right. I was thinking that your, um, your question was getting to a point, which is that we weren't encouraged to have physical exercises, children, but. Um, I was going to go off on another tangent about mental health and how much time we spend learning in school about not having cancer, not having heart attacks, eating right, exercising. And yet there is nothing that ever tells us like, I mean, maybe now, but when we were kids, how to deal with stress. I mean, yes, they have how to deal with bullies, but that shit is useless, really, because it's like tell a teacher like, okay, I'll just have my face pounded into a pulp later. Um. How to deal with bullies, how to deal with stress, where to go for help, what if your parents, you know, have problems and like there's all this kind of stuff that we were just had to like shove it deep what down. We have just, stranger danger for a half hour. Stranger we have after danger, school stop, and roll. Right. And after school drugs. specials, which wasn't school. It was what the network put on for us. And uh, but now they do have all of those things. In they had don't do drugs. That was a pretty solid campaign as far as I'm concerned. There was one after school special of Helen Hunt. Uh, snorting some kind of crazy powder that was made in the chem lab and she like she went bonkers knocked everything over and then dove through a three-story yeah, window glass window yeah 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 splat on the ground and i was like i'm never ever touching a white powder ever and i never have after that i was just like i can't let that happen to me because that looks like a very painful way to die not only do i remember seeing that i think she recently did like a late night show and they, they showed that that bit and i thought oh my god i saw that i have to and find it you do it's it's fantabulous I'm finding it right this minute helen hunt after school special yeah angel dusted it's called holy shit angel yeah. dusted well, oh, okay I was going to say while you're looking. Oh, my God. I'm getting scared looking at it. I'm seriously traumatized looking at it. There there she is with the guy in the chem lap. She looks very dubious. <laughs> I don't know if I should do this. This looks um, like a bad idea. You can search that on your own time. John, you. when you go to the Oosh. doctor. Yes. I found it. Do you try to present yourself in the best way possible? Are you following me? <laughs> That's what I want to ask you, because when I saw this, I was like, yeah. where is she going with this? So last Thursday, I had to go get an ultrasound on my legs because they thought I might have blood a blood clot. Oh, shit. 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, you know what's really nice about that is you get to go into Nothing. a into a room and then they they give right. you a like a napkin to put over your yes. your, your your junk part. <laughs> right and then they come in and they shoot goo all over you and then they Excuse take this me. thing and they rub yeah goo and then they rub this thing around to see if you have a blood clot so now i'm thinking to myself okay what am i going to do here i mean i don't even want to look this woman in the eye i'm horrified cuz believe it or not i'm a modest guy i don't you know, I just I don't, don't believe walk, it. I don't walk around and say, "Hey, I just, I'm not. I'm a modest guy." Okay, I don't walk around I naked. I don't do any of that kind of crap. You sleep thinking. naked, though. You already said it. Yeah, you but I'm naked. alone. All right. Okay, or with someone that I, you know, that I have a familiar, whatever, who I'm familiar Hello. with. Hello, Thank familiarity. You. I, I tried that, and then all of a sudden, I saw where it was going, and I made a left turn. <laughs> so, okay, you would have ended with the word "with," and that would have been wrong. Also, right. so good to pull out when you did. Thank you. Let's get back to the goo. So I'm there, and she's trying to do this thing, and it's not working out well. Like there's some, like I got a brand new girl, and she's like maybe early 30s, late 20s, very attractive girl. And I'm thinking to her, myself, this woman's not going to be able to eat lunch today because of me, because if all this nonsense she's got to do, like my totally gross legs, body, whatever, and so then she has to bring somebody else in. And then she tried it again, and I was there for like two hours, and they finally got it all done. But good news is I don't have any blood clots in my legs, but I was just saying that whole time. So what do you think I should have fluffed myself up to be bigger? I couldn't have been smaller. I looked like a turtle. Oh, Stuart and I went to the dermatologist this week. We both had like the body mapping, like this mole looks different than last time, and like all that that good stuff. And, and, uh, like you said, she gives you like a wash rag to put over your part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they said, here's a here's a gown. It opens in the back, but it's just until she walks in and takes it off to look at everything she wants to look at. Because um, she has to map your whole body. And then I said to Stuart, <laughs> later that night, I guess I saw the underwear he had worn. And it was like those Tommy Johns, but they're – which which are lovely – but they're like flesh colored or yellow. Like they're a really weird color and they just outline everything. And then I said, did you wear those today? He said, yeah, but don't worry. You know, I, I, I kind of fluffed before. I said, what'd you just say? <laughs> what did you do? What'd you do for the, for the dermatologist? How did, how did that go down? He said, well, you know, you can't just go in as is, you know, you need to. All right, I'm going to make a break here. Please take your phone wherever that is and take it and put it somewhere else because when it buzzes, Melissa's phone is like near the computer or something because when it buzzes, it buzzes through the whole recording. Sounds like your vibrator is going up. Well, what do you know? Oh, we are on video, <laughs> so you clearly know it's not a vibrator. Rats. I said it sounds like. I like the anonymity of like. podcasting better than video. So have you ever done that? Have you ever tried to make yourself? Enhance? Uh, no. Yes, mm-hmm. self-enhanced so that the doctor is impressed by what he or she sees. Is this a question you're only asking, John? I'm assuming. Well, I mean, Jess, when you go to the doctor, when she was panning my body, I definitely took a deep breath and held in the parts I could still hold in. Did you do any grooming below the belly button? Well, I, I might have, I might have groomed a little. I'm long past that. So that's a little I'm bit of fluffing. I don't suck in anything. Oh, I, I do I, shave my legs though, because I just I don't want to give her cheek burn. Excuse me. Why what is, is her cheek rubbing your legs? You know, gynecologist. I was thinking. You know, I'm still holding steady with my what? What? <laughs> Are you closing your legs around her head? It's like when Joey from Friends was talking about the tailor. About his tailor? Yeah. <laughs> No, that's sexual assault. It's not measuring, Joey. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, so I was a little surprised that... Hey, that's how they do pants. That's I'm how just... they do pants. No, that's how they do rape. That's not right. how they do pants. Uh, uh, no. Right now, no. I can't get the image of Jessica with her with a figure four lock around her gynecologist's <laughs> head. It was a joke because the hair was long. Y'all don't understand my humor today. At yes, all. I groomed. Okay. And yes, Jessica grooms also. You have to. I mean, if you're sharing. I just your... don't suck it in. I was naked. I wasn't just, I mean, it wasn't just top, like waist down going to the. Don't they give GYN. you a thing? 
Yes, the and robe. then they and then they take off your thing so that they could see all of your parts because they need to check for weird looking moles. Melissa, that's not how they do pants. It should be like one <laughs> small no. part at a time, not no. your whole. Not only that, you would have loved epidermis her. at once. No, you, you can't loved scan her. the whole epidermis at once. She lifted the boob to check for a little something under here, a little something under here. Who she is checked this everywhere. Person? I've never been checked that way for any. Is this oh, a I regular have. doctor? I can't, I, I'm telling you, you couldn't pound a pin up my asshole with a sledgehammer. I was so embarrassed. I had to have the same thing done. Every they go, mole. Everything. And, and they lift up your boob. They lift up my boys. They oh lift them God. up, take oh, a look around. I didn't around. ask him if, they did, if she did that. And the best part is there's a chaperone in the room. So there are two women watching him. No. <laughs> two women watching me. I don't care. But he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. See, I couldn't. I, I would just say, really? I, you know what? I almost would rather die than... <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I've had any kind of complete scan like this, if at all. It was horrible. Yes. It's humbling. I mean, it's it's yes. definitely, you're just, just completely naked. And then, you know, you're wearing underwear. Sorry. So she's like, well, I have to look in here. It was, it's fine. It's fine. She looked at what she <sighs> needed to look at. And then she said, her husband's also part of the practice and he does the plastics side. She does derm. He does plastics. And, um, and she said something like, uh. I asked her how she felt as a dermatologist about Botox and about all this stuff everybody's doing. And she said, well, I use it. They provide it, Melissa. Of course, they're going to tell you that. Sure. Every, dermato- every dermatologist Didn't look like she used it, Botox. though. Didn't look they like all we- offer Botox and um, fillers and all kinds of shit. Um, it's pretty terrible, actually. I mean, I don't, it's not terrible. What's the big deal? Botox is not a big deal. I need it. In several, I want to just right here. Just can't right even, I can't here. even believe where where would I put Botox? I don't need Botox. I need anti. You don't, but you you're you're no, not Botox as isn't a filler. You're you're talking about like wrestling. You're talking about other wrestling things. Fillers would go here, but Botox, Botox just goes here. immobilizes your nerves. That just, I don't that, think it would make me look younger. I will say in Melissa's defense, before she started doing Botox, she raised her eyebrows one time, and it was like an accordion. It was something. Say I'm sure it's kind now. things to me or don't talk to me at all. That's that's my <laughs> what new rule. What do you rule. mean? It's better now. Say don't sweet things. I haven't had it in a very long time. Let me see. Say, say sweet things or Look shut surprised. the fuck up. Look surprised. You can barely see it. You can barely see it now. Barely say it. It's better. Um, that's all I'm saying. Uh, Stuart, I looked at my list of texts. I don't have to lick your ass. While we're talking about him again and fluffing for the doctor. Uh, I looked at the texts that he has sent me. And they most 60% of them maybe say, I'm on a conference call. Could you not yell at me for the next 30 minutes? <laughs> or or uh, somebody's coming over. Could you not yell at the kids? Or could you like his texts to me truly make me sound like a crazy person. And I really don't appreciate that. There, I said it because I know he's listening. Well, okay. So you don't it, appreciate it. it. But the, the key is, is it true? I mean, has... Has there been an occasion over the past 15 years of having children where I've screamed at a kid and he's been on? Yeah, maybe there's that's happened once or twice. Um, yeah. And and maybe it's happened once or twice. Monica, you say immobilize. I say paralyze. Yeah. So it paralyzes you those those muscles. Else. So you don't you don't find Botox. Uh, but but yes, I have been known to. <laughs> I've been known to yell every once in a while. Every once in a while, I've been known to say, I mean, it's a large house. If I need to talk to anybody, I have to yell. But if you piss me off and you're far away, I'm really yelling. So I think that's to what he's referring. Uh, There's a difference between raising your voice to be heard because someone's at a distance than raising your voice in anger when someone's right next to you. say potato. I say potato. I don't okay. say potato. You I should have made you say potato. And I say tomato, <laughs> tomato, tomato. All right, sorry. <laughs> That's the most I've spoken this whole this whole episode. I'm oh, joking. really? I'm joking. Uh, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I was kidding. I know her, don't I? Who's this? Pea Glass. You know, P- I don't think you know Pea Glass. Unless you've purchased LuLaRoe. She's one of my girlfriends who sells now full-time um, and has made a full career out of something that initially was a cute hobby. That was hobby. God punishing me. God punished me because I complained about not talking. And then he was like, really? We'll show you what not talking is like and bump me out of the <laughs> – made me freeze and then come back. See? Jessica, what are you watching lately? Um, <laughs> I had to ask her a direct question or she's going to melt. Jessica, what are you watching lately? No, I'm not going to melt. Don't ask me anything. I'm, pretend I'm not here. I'll just go back to what, what is it with you two? 
Jessica, what are you watching lately? We have been in a television rut for probably six months. I'm not still watching MASH, but we've moved on to Star Trek The Next Generation. Don't you have to pay for that? It's it's on Hulu. Oh, so it's not the one that's like CBS All Access? No, we have that one too, Discovery. We're behind on that though because we can't stop watching Picard. Okay. Oh, I like Picard. Okay. And I don't know why it's happening, but I'm starting to sneak watching television like on the side because – oh, we watch Schitt's Creek. That's oh, a, I love Schitt's Creek. I never saw watching so Schitt's Creek. Good. I like so the good So you're cheating place. on Scott by watching side television. He won't even watch Mrs. Maisel. I'm so behind on Mrs. Maisel. Everyone tells me I'm just like fucking – what's her name? And I can't get him to watch the second season. Then do so I'm going to have to do him. it when I travel. I'm just going to have to download it all That's when I travel. That's a great idea. And yeah. watch everything I want to see when he's not around because he's stuck in Hawkeye and Picard. We are in Hawkeye and Picard every fucking night. And I don't mind. I like those shows. And I've never seen Next Generation, actually. I've never watched it. Because um, when I was young, my mother was watching it. I would pretend to be bored and commit suicide. So <laughs> It was so, like, my favorite Star Trek until the Orville. Now the Orville. I love the. I will say that every time the Orville is new, I watch the Orville. It's so effing funny. I started. Orville, it. You do you like it? I loved the first two episodes that I saw, but I start things and then I just need. I need it for background noise, and mm-hmm. if I can sit and watch it, that's great. But no, it can't be background noise because no, not the Orville. Right, you got to see what's happening. Or so many other things where you have to write, sit and watch and. I need there to be a spinoff, John, where it's just Bordis. Everything uh. Bordis. Bordis 24 hours a day. In one of the episodes this season, Melissa, Bordis grew a mustache. It was, it was the funniest fucking thing I ever saw. I wanted to make it my profile picture on every social media. <laughs> it was really good. It he was looked, so funny. He looked like Tom Selleck. He, like look, alien. he looked like Tom Selleck. I was going to say that. I can't wait. It was hilarious. That. Then the next one, Bordis had an ex-boyfriend that was like, like straight and everyone made a big deal about it because you're not allowed to be straight on their planet like it's so interesting wait a minute i just need like no, no. Channel. he was he was a he was, he was not bi? straight in 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 his world you oh, there's bi. no women so you have to be with another man but he fell in love with a woman and in that and on his planet it's they that they kill you for that yes they kill you for, for being a female well no they they keep some of the females around but um, yeah, they actually do sex change operations when babies are born female. Right. So, yeah, it's... You gotta want... I'm t- I don't know how far you've gotten. You said two episodes. I just need a Bordis... Just just call it Bordis. This. We'll have Bordis on his home planet. Bordis cheating on... What's his name with other Bordises? I have and, no idea. And you can watch... And, you and you can watch yet? the Orville on, on so what funny. platform? Hulu? Uh, Fox. It's on Fox. Fox. The, the best one was Bordas was getting tired of, so his, of his man-mate. So what they did was they went into the simulator and had yeah, like uh, Bordas porn. And it, was it was like the- naked Bordases everywhere yeah, was- because like his mate, he was mad at his mate for turning his daughter into a son. So like he made a holodeck of like horny naked Bordases. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, that show is amazing. I love it. Um, so good. We just finished True Detective. You know, I've been wanting to watch that, but again, I don't anyone? think I have a, I don't have anyone who will watch it with me. But Mahershala Ali looks amazing in that. Was it so good? Not only is his First acting was so good. amazing, so it's like it's a case that they follow. So there are three seasons. Um, thank you, Tara. It's on Hulu. Um, um, so there are three seasons. The first one was the original one with uh, McConaughey and Harrison. Yeah, that one was great. And then was Vince was terrible. Fantastic. The next one was unwatchable. And then this third one was so good because not only does it take place in like the 80s, the 90s, and now like the makeup, the super hot young detective to the um, an an older – oh my god. It was so good. It was so well written. It was so good. It was definitely watch it. So I won't get into any other details, but they brought back the awesome first season – I can't wait to see the next one and follow it up and and where is this leading? How are you going to get there? What happened to that kind of thing? It was it was so good, so good. So you should see that. I just um, found two new shows that uh, one is from Deborah from Dexter. She's got a new show where she's a CIA agent, was a CIA agent, CIA. That's agent. on regular TV, right? That's you on said regular you were looking TV. Forward to her, yeah. Yes, that came on and that was really good. And there's a new one called it's on ABC called. Whiskey Cavalier. Yeah, I, I want to see that. It's, um, they just 
right? Just one started. episode? I think one. But it's yeah. the chick from Walking Dead and the dude from Scandal. And y'all know Foley. who I'm talking about. I don't even have yep. to be more specific than that. Correct. Yeah, it's really good. I watched it. It's amazing. So that's so that's regular TV. Um, and that's DVR settable. That's also Schitt's Creek is on there too. Regular TV, uh, which makes you laugh out loud. But have you seen Russian Doll yet? Sam was watching that last night and she said it was really good. Samantha from... I shake my head with Lisa and Sam. Look at that. She was watching. Yeah, well well, you know me. So, well uh, <laughs> so anyhow, she was watching it. And she says, you got to watch this. And I'll tell you one thing about Samantha. She has an amazing eye for finding obscure TV shows that are really, really good. She's the one that got me into sex education on Netflix, Netflix which is really good. And there's a couple other ones. Oh, she got me watching uh, The Amazing Miss Maisel, which I never would have watched. Yeah, Jess, when you leave for Podfest cast station something, you need Podfest to just... Podfest castration? That one. Ooh, castration. Download all of them and just watch that season. Which one, The Maisel? It is, yes. Alex Borstein, mm-hmm. um, it is... She's my favorite. I, first of all, I've seen the whole first season. I just have not seen the second season. She's even better in the second season. She I love Alex Borstein. Kiss Your Pants, Laugh Out Loud, Genius. Um, cool. She's gold. So download sure it is. and watch it there because she's. Okay, I will. Thank you. Um, yes, last time I was away, best. I watched. Last, the last time I binge watched something when I was away was when my sister's twins were born seven years ago. I watched all of Downton Abbey in a week. <laughs> every, every. That really every, sets a tone for watching your, <laughs> your sister's kids that old trip. I mean, they were just born, so it wasn't that bad. They, um, weren't, G- they weren't talking back yet. Have you. Oh. Or eating um, green beans, freeze-dried green beans, and nothing yeah, tasty because right, your brother-in-law right. gets them That's all their right. snacks. I forgot um, about that. Jason Momoa is in a show called Frontier. Have you seen that? I no, started Jason it. Jason Momoa has it in there. I'm sure I've dreamt about it. Yeah, so I've started it. But uh, again, if when I'm ready to sit down and watch. So, dear listener... Hi, listener. If uh, there is a Netflix show you want to tell us about, or if you've seen Frontier, Schitt's Creek, Russian Doll, whatever, let us know. We, Jessica, clearly need shit to watch. So how would they do that? If they, I mean, just, I have let's a, just go agenda, crazy and say if they wanted to send us something. How would they do that, Jessica? Send us, like, stuff on via email? Yeah. What's our email address? Okay. Observations at gmail.com. Or on our Facebook page would work. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. There we go. I am so afraid to initiate this, but hey, John. Well, wait a Uh-oh. minute. Before you do that, why yeah. don't we talk about careless rehabs? Because I saw a story that Jessica put yes. on her Facebook. And if, you, if you're really scared about this, the, my topic, I will save this for no. my show, Unbelievably Stupid podcast i'll say that for my show it drop for it that. in there i love it i didn't see that you commented though melissa you, do you know what story he's talking about i do and i threw up in my mouth and i i, Please I just do tara i i threw up in my i could not believe you just left it at that i would have been like oh by the way i would have torn her i mean new- i i mean i've written i mean i have not torn her anything but i have responded Share your back story. a couple times okay so minding my own bees on Saturday night, Friday night, it's 1030. And I had just seen an article that morning about something called the Florida shuffle, which Emily went through, which is when rehab send your kids down to Florida, Boca, um, Paradise Cove, etc. And they um, – sorry, geez, everything at once. Okay, and yell they, at me, but don't yell they, at her. And they – bump in and out of rehabs in the case of the article they were being paid to go to rehab for you know a thousand dollars for the rehab and then they would relapse and they would do a thousand again relapse because the insurance companies were making money the rehabs were making money there was like an insurance scam basically and then the and then the addicts would get whatever drugs they needed in between so that they could re- it was just disgusting well that didn't happen to emily but she did do the shuffle where she would detox do three days get out relapse detox do 30 days get out relapse over and over and over and over and so that morning i posted about that well that night i got a phone call from boca raton florida 954 number and i was like i mean the only person that would call me 10 30 at night from boca is an addict and i couldn't imagine who it could be and i don't know that many hi jess that's my best friend from high school jesse hello so i answer the phone 
I say hello. And they said, Liz? Hello. And I said, <laughs> I said, she said, Liz? And I said, no, you have the wrong number. She hangs up. Then she texts me, are you Emily's mom? She spelled it E-M-I-L-E-E. I said, Emily who? Then she calls me right back. Hi, ma'am. This is Nicole. Um, I'm someone that's been in recovery for two years and I work at a halfway house and um, I'm very concerned about your daughter. She relapsed last night. And I was like, Emily Schaefer relapsed last night. And she says, um, I think she's short, right? And I was like, every woman is short. <laughs> what do you mean she's short? Like short compared to what? I was like, my daughter relapsed last night. She was like, I think so. I was like, and then she found the name and she said, Emily, whatever. And I said, well, my daughter's Emily Schaefer. And she overdosed and died two years ago. And she said, oh, I'm so sorry. And she hung up. And then, and so, and Scott and I were in bed, just like staring into space at the screen. Like, and he looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, I thought for a second there she was alive and she's been like using for two years. I thought for a second she was alive and he was just like, so did I. And I was like, I was getting pissed. (laughs) No, she was alive. I would have been fucking furious all this time. Those minutes where when she told you that story and you were like, what that just that that moment. Where you didn't I thought she know? was alive and I was angrier than I've ever been at what I've been through the last two years to try and like deal with this scenario only to find out that she's been an addict for two years. Like I was re- my hair was turning red and starting to flame. And then when she said never mind and hung up like we were just staring into space and he was just like, what were we going to do? If she was alive. And I was like, I don't know. And he goes, well, you have to remember something. I hate to say this, but her father identified the body. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. Are you saying that she can't be alive? Or was he saying that her father identified the no, body? It no, could have been No, he was saying someone actually identified her at a morgue that's and ensured that she was dead. That's no, not he, how that's I heard he it. Me- <laughs> that's no, not that's how what I heard he it. what he meant was <laughs> there is no chance of that phone call ever happening where where she's actually alive after two years because she's been identified. And I was like, that's not the point. At all. Let's say this. Let's say your first husband was a dipshit. Yeah, and he that's, didn't, the, that's what I, I thought mean, he was. We could say that, <laughs> right? And then they and you find out that that. Nice. I mean, this is this is so horrendous. Like the my worst. heart dropped when I, I saw so, that. So then I texted her and I a picture of my daughter, and I said, "This is Emily. Could you tell me the name of the halfway house, please? Besides fellowship." For a second, I thought she was alive. She wrote back, "I'm sorry, it's the wrong Emily. Sorry for your loss." I said, "I'm just curious if my daughter's ever been there." Nothing. The next day, sorry to bother you again. Could you give me the name of the facility? Nothing. Then yesterday, I wrote, I'd like to understand how you can call me at 1030 at night and make a mistake like that, but you can't have the courtesy to tell me what facility gave that number. Don't you think I have the right to know? Don't you have the decency to allow me to politely follow up and see if that place is a place that knew my daughter? They can't get in trouble for anything. She died in Utah. She was only in Florida for a short time, only for the first year of her addiction, but I want to know who had my phone number to give you. Nothing. Yeah, it's a goddamn scam is what it is. And I mean, I can't stop. tell if it was a scam because, like, she's worried about my daughter or is my daughter – like, let's just say my daughter did relapse. Is she worried about Emily or is Emily there or is Emily in the hospital or is Emily currently being narcan Like, which one? Which The thing? whole thing I, was the worst. It was the yeah. worst. The whole thing was the worst. I don't worst. know if it was a scam. I don't know how this girl knew her. I don't know if she was in a rehab. I don't know if she was in a crack house. Like, like if I was the mother getting that call, I wouldn't have known what she was saying by those questions. Right. You're worried Here's- about her or did she overdose? If you she did overdose, you should be beyond worried at this point. <laughs> like way beyond. This is what pisses me off about the whole thing is that split second that you thought she was alive. Yeah, that's the moment. That is unforgivable. Unforgivable. Absolutely. Thank you for that word because I would have been Unforgivable. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know how I would follow up with that by running some kind of reverse look up on that phone number. Or I've tried. W- I, the only thing I do is call it. it yeah, would, I would call it and when they'd answer, I would say, oh, I would, you know what I would do? I would reverse scam them. So in other words, I would say, oh my God, my I just got the call. My daughter relapsed. Do you know her? Yeah, uh, can have you, you seen her? Have you seen is she her with you? Because yes, I need I to know about can, this, and then would, get the information. I wouldn't have done anything that you did. I would have just crawled into bed for a good 
40 minutes. I was already in bed, but yeah. And I would have been like, get, try to get my heart rate back to where it should be because like John said, those seconds and I know it's where just you a thought second. that was just... It was stressful. I mean, especially considering like... considering It was ironic that that day I happened to make a pretty stupid mistake um, with another friend of mine. Like I mentioned something I should have mentioned to someone else in an attempt to make something better, but instead it made it worse. Mm. And we were going back and forth about how stupid I was. And I said, look, let me give you a little perspective. Next time you want to accuse me of making a mistake that costs you everything. I said, nobody's, that's why I wrote that on Facebook, which is like, listen, you've not made a mistake until, until you have called a dead girl's mother to tell her she's relapsed. That is a mistake. This this is not chaos. This is not terrible. This is nothing. It's nothing we can't you know? fix. Right. No, I agree with you. Uh, so that, 100%. That, I even read that to the I read that to Stuart out loud, and he's like, "Oh my god, I hope she loses her job." Like how careless. And even Stuart if is she like, had well, a job. maybe she was having maybe she was having a bad day." She's like, "That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy." It was crazy. Well, it was what totally if it's crazy. not like in other words, here she is, she's there working or whatever, and she's told to do this. It's it's mm. got to stop on the higher level. She wouldn't have just had my number. Emily was in a lot of places in Florida. She was in and out of a couple halfway houses, a couple little faux halfway houses, fake ones, and she was at you know actual facilities, Archstone, Ocean Breeze. There's a, they're all named stupid shit like that. They sound lovely. Somewhere at some point, someone gave this girl my number, and I'm dying to know why they still have. Well, I mean, how would they know she died? That's why. How do they have it? I know. I mean, I know she was probably a patient or somebody who lived there very briefly. But like, stop it, shushy. Once Siri gets involved, Jess, that topic's over. She's she's put her two cents in. So I guess I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, it's possible they could have my number, but I, you know, how would they know that she died like two years later? They wouldn't. No. I had an interesting. This is not funny, but I'm going to keep going. (laughs) It also was the week. It also was a week that one of my. So when my daughter was in Florida. Two times she met a boy that she liked, relapsed with them, and then tried to get them to drive to Everclear where her grandmother lived so that they could all – she just wanted to go live with her grandmother. It was a delusion because when her grandmother moved there from Delaware, she was very, very hurt and abandoned. So like when she was down in Florida, she had this idea she was just going to go find my mom and then her life would be fine and perfect. And she wasn't really an addict. Everything was fine. So she found two different dudes to relapse with her and then get in the car. And try to go there. And both times I was like, first of all, I'm not telling you where she lives. Second of all, you're, you need medical attention because you've relapsed. Like you're on drugs. You can't do anyway. The second dude found me somehow last week. He told me this whole long story of Facebook about how Emily was special and a wild horse that couldn't be tamed. And she meant so much to me and she was so much of my life. Well, as soon as Emily was sober, she completely regretted both of those relationships and like didn't really talk to either of them ever again. I'm sure you told him that. I did not tell him that. Okay, I said, I said, you know, I'm sure you meant a lot to her too. And she would want you to be healthy. And I hope you're healthy. And he kind of, he didn't say one way or another. Two days later, he was like, I need your help. I'm in a bad place. Oh, he was fishing. You're okay. really in a bad place if you need my help because there's not. Well, I don't have anywhere to live tonight and I'm trying to get to a, a rehab in California, but I don't have the money to get there and I have a scholarship. And I was like, well, I know well enough to know that if someone gives you a scholarship, they will also give you transportation. Call them back and see how they're going to get you there. And he was like, well, now they don't have a bed for me. I don't know what to do. And I was like, I can't help you. And then the mother starts texting me. Do you think maybe a hotel room or an Uber? And I was like, no. But here are some rehabs that say they never say no. They're right in Texas where you live. And then the next morning, the mom was like, thank you. He went into a place. Everything is great. Three days later, I get another text. How are you, Miss Jessica? And I was like, mm-hmm, I'm good. How are you? Are you done? with? The- it's only been four days. The detox is usually seven or eight. So what's up? Are you there? He goes, he gives me one of the blue, the blue hand signal. So I was like, um, thumbs up. Yeah. And, and then he's like, well, I, you know, I was just, I don't know. I'm just not doing so good. And I was like, oh, well, you should be doing okay since you're in rehab. And I was like, right. well, I'm not there right now. And I don't know if I have a place to stay. It's getting dark and I'm all alone. And I was like, lose my number. <sighs> I mean, I gave him like the whole, I gave him like the longest explanation of my life as to why this was not a cool idea for him to do. I was like, listen, I'm happy to give you any resource I want. But besides the fact that the person you know who I helped has been dead 
for two years. Not you one, should also know that she cleaned out my business account and my credit cards and my bank account. I got she nothing hocked her left brother's for you. things. She hocked my jewelry. That's not true. She she stole watches. And I loved her. <laughs> right. I was like, I have paid more than enough for an addict to go here and there. Her groceries, her rehabs, her rent, her clothes, her bus pass. I was like, I don't know why you think. I want to help you with these things, but I'll tell you what, if you need a resource, a connection or a rehab, I'm happy to help you. He was like, you're right. This is a bad idea. A bad idea. You're right. Like, that's like the biggest understatement of the you're right. It was a bad idea. But yeah, fishing, fishing, fishing. Like what? What was he thinking? I, I guess he wasn't where thinking. Where is everybody getting your phone number? Everybody's going to like... He now. was trying to call me. He didn't call me. It was all via Facebook text. He was trying to call me through Facebook too, but I wouldn't answer. Oh, that's you nice. Hear, Thanks, no, Facebook. that was a phone call. Do you want to hear another bad idea? Sure. Yeah. It's called man blaming and it's John's idea. Oh, see, I, I, I threatened to take my topic. Way to give closure. To another thing. Okay, so this all started because of uh, the She Podcast there's a super squad in there, and the other Elsie. I love the idea of a super squad. That's right. just that's very that's cool. the best. So someone asked Elsie, "Are men keeping women from podcasting?" And yes. So no, no the, the answer to that <laughs> is kidding. no. I'm kidding. I'm the kidding. answer very to that simple. is no. So yes, of yes, course they you, are. You can't if you're the person that they are vilifying. You cannot come in and in this day and age, you can't come in and say anything because you can't because of your privilege and all that other stuff. And I'm to the point now where enough is enough. I'm putting my foot down and I'm saying that you don't get the man blame anymore. If you don't like the mansplain, then we don't like man blaming. And here's where I'm going. How are men keeping women from podcasting? Exactly. That's my exact. Was she joking? Well, I don't know. No, because Josie, she doesn't really have a sense of humor. Well, so the answer there is no. Well, this was a woman that said, well, you know, we have to work twice as hard to get noticed. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe in other areas, but not in podcasting. Because yeah, I don't see all, how that could be true. I, yeah, I mean, if you it's have not true, what's actually true is that because there are there are men in groups that can be over explaining or condescending. It is the women that feel too intimidated to get started. It has not because men are stopping them. They are actually stopping themselves. They're letting themselves okay. become intimidated or they're already afraid of tech or they can't work their own remote on their cell phone. And they're like, how am I going to podcast if I can't even know what my voicemail is? Like, it's a lot of like female. I'm too silly to run my stuff. Hee <laughs> hee. Like they're stopping themselves. Men don't, men don't actually do that. That said, our group is our group so that they're not further intimidated once they've decided they wanted to do it yeah it's an empowering group and that's great but yeah there's no reason to feel helpless female-y to do something that motivates you yeah exactly so my point is that here's a way to find out whether men are holding you back do you have access to all the tools all the technology and all the training for said thing that you want if the answer to that is yes then a man can't stop you of course, there are men that are assholes. That is true. I'm not going to even deny that. Yeah. But what are the percentage? Say it, John. Preach. Right. What are the percentage <laughs> of men that are assholes? I don't know. 10%, 75%. I'm not it's 100% sure of the percentage of asshole men. I don't know. I haven't done a survey. Whatever. So my point is, yes, those men are assholes. But not only are they assholes to women, they're also assholes to men. So my thing is, if you're going to come into a space and compete for jobs, podcasting, whatever. Listeners, yeah. You're going to have to get your elbows up and get in there and compete. You can't get in there and then when it's not going your way, then say, okay, well, you know what? Men are keeping me out. They're being mean to me. Men, when you're in a competition in any kind of sporting event, it's a competition and we will do whatever we can to win. And if you have a problem with that, then don't play the game. There's a there's a th- I'm saying that men have. If you can't run with the big dogs, don't come off the porch. Jess, do you feel like in your all-female empowerment awesome group, women are saying, men won't let me do this. Men no. won't let me in. Do you hear that? Never seen it ever. All right. Well, then. then How never, many men are in that group? It doesn't None. matter. The women, no, I'm asking if the women once are whining in a while, about. Once in a while, the women will comment about 
a comment they've received. All right, Tara, there's <laughs> not 92.3% of men are dicks. Love you. That's Once in a while, women will come in there and say, like, why is it that when I posted this, they did that? I, that's, And then everyone else will be like, solidarity, bitch. Like, you know, but for the most part, no. In fact, I posted something like that recently. Like, why is it that all the men... I work with are X, Y, and Z, and they were like, I don't know, I've been dealing with this for forever. I mean, it's like yeah, not all of them I work with. But it's empowering but. for women to to do things like that, to say, oh, mm-hmm. I guess this, and to to rise above and to, to be great. But I was just asking if they were whining about it in your group. No, they and don't the really whine. No. Men won't let me. What they say is this is the rudest thing anyone's ever said to me. I and doubt it's, that. I mean, well, they never, they wouldn't dare say it by, you know, about another member. Just they would. That's the problem. They would say it to a guy. They would absolutely no, say it to a No, another member of the group, like, they very rarely complain about each other in there. They, oh, they oh. don't do that. Okay. They only complain about men that are being disrespectful. Outside. Ah, the man blaming Speaking is of disrespectful, strong. I actually have a question about this sure. and ma- male-female dynamics. Yes. I'm assuming yeah. that you're both yeah. familiar with gaslighting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a friend yeah. that – stop it, doggy. If you have a friend <laughs> oh. or – isn't that from the doggy? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. And I gave it to the cat. Oh. I love that one. <laughs> Go ahead. Gaslighting. If you have someone that you're not romantically involved with that is gaslighting you, what do you do? Do you point <laughs> it out to them? Do you stop being their friend? Like especially if you're having – Especially if – well, even in a work scenario. Well, that's my or question. A is peers, it a work relationship? Yes, somewhat of a work scenario and somewhat of a peer scenario. And they're yes. trying to make this person feel like they did one thing or a situation is one way when it's completely not? They act inappropriately and then when the second person reacts – what are you talking Not about? I didn't do well, that. Well, then they say, well, if you weren't like this or if you didn't do this or this is the only pro- time I've ever had this problem. I mean, I recognize all of it for my ex. All of the behavior stems from my ex-husband. Like all of it is like stuff he used to do. Like everyone tells me this when you're not around or, you know, this has never happened in all the years of this or, you know, I mean, it's just bonkers two, shit. What? Two things. One, if it's at work. It's it's at work. You have to have proof of everything. You have to cover your ass with everything you do because you know you're right and this person is making shit up. Okay. Oh, no. What if it's not? Is it just me? Then get away. Run. Don't walk. Run. Don't walk. Run. Because that kind of nonsense is exactly the kind of toxic relationship that you don't want to be around. And right. you relationship should not be question is You can get rid of it. Are people open, especially people who do this, maybe they don't know they're doing it. Do you think people are open to learning that these are not healthy ways of making your point or having arguments? This is a narcissistic tendency. Only in a relationship. Only in a romantic relationship. Right. Not at work. This does not involve. Okay. So at work, you have to document everything. Oh, you're saying only in a relationship would you try and educate. Would I? If Stuart and I can't communicate because he's saying, well, you always do, then yes, if I want that relationship to work, I would say, look, when you say you always do this, you are discounting my feelings, my thoughts, and I don't address for two years. Tara says, yeah, I had that with my best friend for 25 years. I finally cut her out. My anxiety dropped 75%. But Tara, would you do that? What if it was the Jimmy? No. Would you do that in a romantic relationship? You have to have the conversation. If it's something you can get rid of, then get rid of it. If it's something you it's can do without- It's actually you, Melissa. No, I'm just kidding. So what are you going to do? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you going to do about no, it? No, I'm saying like what if it's – I mean, you know, it's somebody that you're well, – I mean, yeah, you're right. If it was a romantic relationship, it would be easy to either try and fix it or walk away or both. Right. So you ask about the Jimmy and who's my – friendship is harder. Yeah. He's my cousin. Yeah. And he also – I do a podcast. And we did have that problem because he used to do that kind of crap. And I would, yeah. I just said, I'm not putting up with this. So the one time I said, hey, you know something, loser? Guess what? Lose my number. Don't talk to me again because nobody treats me like this. And I'm uh, all or nothing. Right. <laughs> right. I just, no, well, no, because I put up with this shit forever. And I said to him, you know what? Lose my number. Don't call me. And then he tried to call me and I wouldn't answer his phone. And it went on for months and he didn't call me or anything like that. And then one day he just showed up at my back door, banging on my door. And I opened up. I go, what do you want? And he goes, I can't do this on my phone. And that was his way to weasel back in again. <laughs> 
Yeah, but right. that's a grand gesture, John. He did a grand gesture. He showed up with the, with the boom box over his head playing in your eyes. Like, that was his... Yeah, but see, here's <laughs> my adorable. problem. He never mentioned it. He never apologized for what he did. Is he better? And I let him back in. Yes, he is better. So you he know learned. What, you know what Jimmy is? Jimmy's like my little project. Like, I try to teach him the errors of his ways. need to take him to school. I try to reprogram him from himself. He really is a character. So... Yeah. So anyhow, okay, next yeah, question. Next question. Do you think it's possible that these people, friend, relationship, Jimmy or otherwise, do you think it's possible that they only do it with you and no one else? Like, is it possible that they can say, I never had this problem with anyone else? And it could be valid because you, for some reason, either threaten them or make them feel less than or make them want to make you crazy for whatever reason. Yes, I feel like people could definitely <laughs> could definitely feel like personality to personality. It's more of a competition, and they don't know why they feel they the way they do with you because they haven't really looked at it. But maybe your personalities make them feel competitive, make them feel less than, and they have to overcompensate with their actions or make. Uh, yeah, it could be in just that one relationship, but that's more of a reason to look at it or just let it go if you can. My answer, just like John, is kind of, well, I'd rather canceling plans is my favorite plan. So, <laughs> That's your love language, right? So if we are not involved, sure. Okay, we're done. I'm fine with that. I'll send you a holiday card magnet still if you want it, but I'm, I'm kind of out. It's just interesting to think about, like, in both scenarios, at least for me, I've not witnessed the behavior towards anyone else which makes me think that I inspire it in others. When are you around somebody? Plural? When are- others plural? This is I a mean, person, not too many, but yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. I'm not going to mention any names. I think I know exactly who you're talking about, well, and you're not really around who many he other or time. she could be, huh? Well, okay. Uh, yes, he or she. But what's your point? Well, my point is you're not really around them talking to someone else. That's true. So how would you know? Um, because I f- you're right. I wouldn't. Exactly. Certainly not in the same – you're right. I, I can't see the way that those – close friendships work even from a distance like even from like with melissa i can watch her interact with others on several occasions you too mm-hmm. but i yeah with this person i i really am not right. she knows i don't enough. make everybody crazy she knows i only make her crazy right Jeff? well i can just well, I, I, yeah, I mean i can also read your nonverbals so i can tell who you lo- really like and who you don't really like which is i know isn't that wonderful no. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part of our friendship <laughs> it's true um anyway i just thought i mean i'm in the case of my ex-husband, I've never seen him try to keep someone from feeling good about themselves other than me. Huh. I've, I'm the only person I've ever seen him do that with. And he's had relationships since, like, and especially the current one. He's been with her like 12 years. And I mean, I know he's not doing that to her. I know he's been to therapy. I know he takes medication for bipolar. There's a lot of stuff going on that wasn't going on then. That said, he continuously did stuff like lighten up francis when i when he was spending rent money on marijuana or or you know your dad you know i've talked to your dad about this and he agrees which is like horse pucky he would my father would never agree with him on any but but at the time i was young and i was just like oh maybe he is right maybe i am doing something i'm not supposed to do jimmy the jimmy has this passive he's in here watching just so you don't think i'm talking behind his back Hey, so Jimmy. he has a thing where he likes to, if he's going to say something, but he doesn't want to say it, he wants to say it, but he doesn't want to get blamed for saying it. Mm-hmm. He'll say, well, you know what Johnny says? Johnny says <laughs> this. Oh, clever. <laughs> yeah, he takes you and throws you right under the bus. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to write that one down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, so, yeah. I'm going to try that as parenting. Now, if you were in a work scenario, that would be very, he would get fucking fired. If but what happened. about parenting? Can't you say, I'm sorry, mm. Isaac, daddy says no. <laughs> no, <laughs> because he already hates daddy. I have to constantly build daddy up. I wish well, I would be the bad parent. Just Scott one should time. say it about you. I'm sorry, Isaac, mommy said you can't do that. Right. You just yeah, flip you that go. around. Mm-hmm. I love it when she locks up. Here she comes. I hear her coming I just, back. There I we jam, go. Jamming on a one. Daddy up. So usually I, I, he has to say mommy said. He says mommy said no. Yeah. So flip it. Have. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Anyway, yeah. I guess we can. Holy hey, shit. Listen, if you want to hear the Jimmy's rebuttal to everything I just said, because if you don't think there is going to be a, re- a public rebuttal on a podcast, you're out of your mind. Uh, we will be doing the same thing over at the uh, Unbelievably Stupid podcast. Like via comments? He, rebut. Rebut my. 
my what my he's fighting him again. No, he's going to do it on their podcast. He's going to do it on our podcast, the Unbelievably Stupid Podcast. We'll be doing the same live thing Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock if we can get Jimmy's computer online. Because the only reason we can't do it is because he's technologically uh, an infant. So besides that. Oh, now it's me. I'm deflecting. Hey, guys, yes. thank you so much for finding us on Facebook. And if you didn't catch us on Facebook, for listening and downloading and being a part of our lives and letting us be a part of yours. All right. So what did you think? We might do this. If you guys like it, please comment and tell us whether or not you want us to do this every Monday at noon from noon to 1 p.m. We'll be happy to entertain you, let you procrastinate on a Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening to Brilliant Observations for connecting with us on email visit brilliantobservations at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook twitter and instagram at listen brilliant or you can shout into the ethers and hope that we hear you thank you guys so much thank you guys for being hilarious as always bye bye audience thank you for watching